Hello and praise the Lord. Another wonderful opportunity for us to share in our daily inspiration as we explore our topic this week, when God closes a door. When do you know when God closes a door? Our annual theme that we explored the whole of January was God of our open doors. The various ways that God opens door for us, but we also realize that there are times and there are moments when God closes a door. As we are told in the book of Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7, he is not only a God who opens doors, but he also closes doors which no man can open. And that is why we are taking this week to explore the topic of how God closes doors, when God closes doors, so that we don't continue knocking on doors that God has no intention of opening. It is very important for us to walk in wisdom. It is very important for us to walk in step with God. That is what the scripture says, that walk in step with the Holy Spirit. In other words, you are able to know what is God's will for you at a given time. You will not waste a lot of time knocking on a door that God has closed. And that is our topic. That is what we are discussing uh, this week. And I believe that God will continue guiding us and helping us. Yesterday we saw that he is also a God who crosses. And it is my prayer that even as we explore this topic, God will guide you and help you to discover closed doors in your life that you don't have to waste a lot of time knocking them. Yes, I remember in our discussion of open doors, we discussed the account of Isaac. Isaac, the son of Abraham, and we said, there is a time when God told him, do not follow the pattern of others. His father, Abraham, when there was famine in the land of Canaan, yes, sometimes there is famine in the land of Canaan, Abraham went down to Egypt. And we all know the challenges that he encountered there, where he was forced to lie, that the lie was his sister, not his wife. You remember very well, that is also where they got Hagar, the servant, from. And uh, when the famine came during the time of Isaac, God told Isaac, do not go down to Egypt like your father. I know everybody is going down to Egypt, but don't go down, down to Egypt. I'm going to bless you where you are. I'm going to prosper you where you are. You shall plant in this famine. And let me tell you, I will make you leap a hundredfold. And that is what happened. Isaac prospered in the land despite the famine. And the topic was, it is not everything that we need to learn away from. There are some times when God will choose to prosper us amidst the famine, amidst the challenges, or even the difficulties that we are going through. It is not always we should have a survival mentality that we have to learn away from problems. Sometimes God wants us to dig in our heels there. He will come visit us and he will bless us. But let me tell you, the situation changed. In the times of Jacob, Jacob was Isaac's son because there was still famine in the time of Isaac, in the time of Jacob. This time allowed the famine was severe. I also want to give you a background. If you read in the book of Genesis, you will see that uh, the, the progression of the people started with Abraham, one man. There is Isaac. Then with the time, there is Jacob and Esau. And with the time, they got children and they started to expand and to increase. 
and it reached a point, unfortunately, when God's people, the Israelites, those are the children of Jacob, unfortunately devoured them so much. And they started adopting the customs of the Canaanites. Eh, I know you have read uh, Genesis chapter 39. Somebody has said that is the worst chapter in the Bible. You know, some of the things that are described there. And these are some of the things that the people of God were doing. And it reached a point when God decided this environment has become so toxic for my people. I know it is the land of the promise, but it is not yet ready for them. I will have to shift them. And God precipitated a shift. How did it happen? It started through a famine. There was famine in the land of Canaan. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the famine was all over because it even went down to Egypt. And this is the time when Jacob was setting his sons to go and buy grain in Egypt. The first trip they went. And I remember when they went there, they left one of their brothers who were called Simon. This is Simon. And Jacob continued praying and trusting God that he will still do what he did in the times of Isaac, his father. Jacob did not want to go down to Egypt. And that is why he waited. That is why he continued telling and waiting on God. God did not appear this time aloud to Jacob, telling Jacob, go down. But let me tell you, there was drama in between. If you read in chapter 43 of Genesis, this is what it says. Uh, now the famine was still severe in the land. And when they had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, go back and buy us a little more food. This is the second journey to Egypt. They had thought that between the, from the time they bought the, 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 their first supply, that the famine will be over. I'm so sure Jacob continued praying, trusting God, offering sacrifices, but nothing happened. The famine continued. The famine continued. And he had to tell his sons, no, you have to go down to Egypt. I know you know the story. How No, we cannot go down without our young brother, Benjamin. We cannot just go. Those are instructions you are given. And let me tell you, Jacob had tried praying that this famine will end. He did not want to follow the steps of his grandfather, Abraham. He wanted to act like Isaac. God had forbid Isaac from going down to Egypt. And let me tell you, Jacob did not want to go to Egypt. But the more he continued praying and trusting God, things became severe. What are we learning today? That if you pray for something that is negative, for something that is difficult for a very long time, and there is nothing that is happening, my brother, my sister, it could be an it could be that the opening you need to know, God has closed this door. This was famine and food was a crucial for the survival of God's people. But the more they prayed, the more they sought God, the situation did not change. It could be something you have been praying about. You're in a toxic, a toxic relationship or a toxic environment. You have really trusted God to change. You are trusting God to move out, but nothing is changing. Nothing is changing. Instead, the situation is becoming worse and worse. And you are reaching a point where you are feeling that your grace is running out. You are shedding your sons to Egypt for the second time. Go, go, go back and look for some food. The situation is much more serious than we thought. Let me tell you, my brother and my sister, it could be the sign you need that there is something God is doing, that God wants you to shift, that God wants you to think of something else. You have been on that business and all of what you are doing is incurring losses after losses after losses. Let me tell you, it's okay to continue praying, but let me tell you that if you're in a negative environment, a negative situation, and the more you pray, things are not changing. It could be just the sign you need that God is telling you to shift. 
The beauty about Jacob is that he did not shift until he heard from God. He thought he was making just a trip. If you go three chapters down in the book of Genesis chapter 46, now Jacob decides I have to seek God. I have to know that it is God's will for me to go down to Egypt. And God did respond. If you read in the from verse 1 of chapter 46, so Israel set out with all that was his. And when he reached Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. I am the I am God, the God of your father. He said, do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Hallelujah. Yes, Jacob did not just go down to Egypt without seeking God. Yes, I know you, you desperately want to make that move because the situation has been negative. It has been so toxic. You surely know, you, you surely feel God has closed that door. But even then, my brother and my sister, it is still very important for you to seek God regarding the move that you want to make. Jacob sought God. God, is it surely your idea? I go down to Egypt and God made it yes. He told him, yes, I am the one who has precipitated all this because only in Egypt will I be able to incubate you until you become a great nation. Look at what is happening among the Canaanites. Your daughter Dinah was raped. Look at what Judah is doing. Look at the things that are happening there within no time there will be no difference between you and the Canaanites so I want to take you to Egypt I have prepared a place for you where I will incubate you and you shall become a great nation my brother my sister when God tells you to move it is still very important to seek him and get to know how you are going to make that move how will you know that it is God's desire for you to shift because a door has been closed Jacob prayed he sought God and God in his faithfulness answered him where do you need to cross a door and start a new chapter where do you need to leave your promised land in canaan and go down to egypt seek god let me tell you he will guide you god guides the steps of his faithful and especially if they are careful to seek him you can know that a door has been closed when you're in a negative situation and you have prayed over it for too long but nothing is changing it is time to change your mind, to shift your mind and ask God, what is the new thing that you want me to see? Which Egypt do you want me to go down to that you may make me a great nation there? Let us pray together. Father, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. You are teaching us how you cross doors for us and how we can know that, Lord, you have crossed doors. You cross the doors of Canaan for Jacob and his children. Because there was famine in the land, and you assured him that even if he went down to Egypt, Lord, you shall be together with him. I pray for my brother and my sister who have been in a toxic and negative environment for too long, and they do not know whether to make a move. As they seek your face, dear loving Father, regarding a shift or regarding the location, regarding changing the situation they are in, God, I pray that even as you spoke to Jacob, that you shall speak to them, that you shall give them your peace, peace that is beyond human understanding, and they will know whatever move they will make is in the will of God. 
I pray that they will not just make a move for the sake of it. Given that they have called on your name, they have sought your face, and nothing is changing. God, I pray that you will guide them regarding the move that they are about to make, and that you will make your purposes clear to them. Thank you because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your, through your word. Thank you for the gift of month of February. We pray that your presence will go ahead of us, protect us, preserve us, O oh God. May the peace of God that is beyond human understanding guard our hearts and our mind in Christ, even as you give us victory and success in all that we shall do. We love you and we celebrate you for this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me for this particular inspiration. Yes, you can know God's will for you when a situation has been toxic for too long and it is not changing. It could just be the sign you need. God has closed this door. Have yourself a beautiful day and thank you so much. Mm -hmm.